Welcome back, everybody, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Bress. I'm Bud Kennedy. Steve Wilson. And uh, Happy New Year, everybody. We have a special guest. Tell us about it, Bud. A special New Year's guest. We're, we're at uh, Fred's Texas TCU today. We're, we're, we're on, on location here at the home of what's usually known as a, uh, a landmark burger cafe in Fort Worth. But today we're talking about some gourmet dogs, and we have a special guest doing gourmet dogs here. Welcome, Keith Grober, hello, Chef. Hello. Yeah. Chef EO, you were doing burgers at another local restaurant. I was. Known yeah. for burgers and known for winning. Rodeo Goat, yeah. you can say the name. You're known right. for winning the DFW.com, no uh, the, the burger, you know, the burger battle of, of, of the year mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Right. We have another burger battle this year. Maybe we'll have to have a hot dog battle too. But so now you, yeah, yeah, let's you've, do that. you've gone from the, you've gone from the, uh, from the burger to the sausage, and tell us all about that transition. Burger to the sausage. I like how it's that sounds. The, it's called the Top Dog, and it's apparently flying off the uh, grill here at, at Fred's. Yeah, you know, Fred's known for burgers, and all of a sudden they've got this dog deal, and it's Keith Grober doing it. So what, yeah, what, what's yeah, that all yeah. about? Well, it's kind of a natural progression uh, to what I, I uh, do well, which is take uh, familiar themes and kind of turn it on its head. Stuff on a bun. Stuff on a bun. And, or, uh, or a pretzel this time, right? Yeah. A pretzel, yes. Uh, so this one, uh, you know, the build on it is a brioche pretzel bun it's got dijon mustard uh we're staying local well i say local but texas uh we have a nice polish sausage uh out of lano texas from uh, miller smokehouse um other than that you know we want to tie it into the fred's theme we're going to use our new mexican hatch green chilies and incorporate that in our sauerkraut so you got this nice kind of spicy hatch green chili a bit of cumin and here's where I get naughty. We, we uh, fold all that, that crowd into bacon fat, bacon drippings, you know, so we know it's good. <laughs> Other than that, uh, you go with the corned beef sandwich theme. You got uh, uh, our 21-day uh, cured um, uh, corned beef that we did in-house. Uh, and uh, that's kind of garnished. All this is like on one hot dog. On one hot dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot of elements, but we, we do it just right. You know, you put uh, just amount of... Uh, just the right amount of ingredients to make a the perfect bite. Now, Keith, back me up here. How did you go from designing burgers at Rodeo Goat to creating gourmet dogs at the uh, the North and South Freds? Well, well uh, two answers. The first one's on accident. <laughs> Uh, and the in the in uh, the the second one is uh, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Um, I've written many menus uh, that, that, that covered uh, this concept for the last couple of years. Um, it just it felt natural to me. I'm, I'm really into charcuterie um, and, and uh, uh, like sausage making and yeah, stuff. Yeah, forced right. meats, like forced forcing meat. stuff right. into a, <laughs> you know, casings, mm-hmm. things like that. And that also covers cheese making as well. Mm-hmm. And that fascinates me um, from a, you know, a nerdy science kind of foodie chef guy mm-hmm. uh and but what also really drives me is the, the perfect bite like i said uh you know uh, um being able to take all the elements that make a dish anywhere you go you know this steve and i, I keep up with your stuff so uh you know that uh, all the elements that make a classic dish you know protein starch veg garnish sauce i think i said that about a billion times by now are you just doing like a dog of the month here do you want to do more we're going to start with a dog of the month, um, you know, just to kind of catch on. Uh, nobody in Fort Worth is doing this right now, so it's it's a very unique thing. Um, uh, I see it trending uh, 
that's not why I'm doing it because because it's trending. Because it's like, what else is to be done? I mean, we already killed the burger game. Uh, pizza's been done. You know, taco's been done. Um, let's let's go after the dog. Well, Steve, I mean, let's what fight do you, the dog. Steve, what do you think about this? I mean, I mean, are, are are you big on gourmet hot dogs? What's a big gourmet hot dog to you? Uh, you know, the most gourmet hot dogs I've been having have been the things they've been doing at Sonic. <laughs> but, uh, oh. <laughs> well, I'm on a pretty good playing ground, Ben. Of course, the number one seller of hot dogs is 7-Eleven. They sell more hot dogs than anyone else. And Sonic, probably the most, the best known. And then Dairy Queen, actually, better right. quality. So but, that uh, makes me very confident. Uh, yeah. Because when you, when you think about those, uh, those outlets, uh, really what you're talking about is bologna in a tube. Steve, talk about Steve. He, he like brings up Sonic and Whataburger every yeah. podcast. I mean, you're really starting to worry about you, Steve. Yeah. However, hey, man, this is, this is the first podcast we've got the words bologna in a tube. Uh, yeah. The dog is arriving oh, at the yeah, table the here. Yeah. Right, let me try to do the play-by-play here, Steve. Let's see. The, uh, we have a dog arriving with. Uh, uh, can oh, somebody do a disassociation? That is a pretzel bun, and I see. What do I see? Sauerkraut and. and um, okay. Well, let's see. I, I, can't, I haven't even so, got the list of ingredients in front of me. So what we, have a, we have a pretzel bun. Yeah. Uh, we have Dijon mustard. We have that uh, local, well, Texas uh, Miller's smoked Polish sausage. Yeah. Uh, we have our house-made uh, sauerkraut that has green chilies, cumin, and bacon fat. Mm. Um, Swiss cheese. And what you see on here that looks like bacon, that's actually corned beef. That's the corned beef. Okay. So hey, did you get that from Carson's down the street? No, no, I'm kidding. That's, no. That's, that's, we made it. It took 21 days. Okay. 21 days. You should have seen us. So this, I mean, if you put everything on this dog, this dog, you put sausage, bacon, corned beef, onion, mustard, green chili. Mm-hmm. What are you going to put on the next dog? Didn't you like put everything that you possibly put on a dog on this dog? No. I, I mean, like, what kind of diabolical dude, schemes do you have for hot dogs? Who are you talking to here? Come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm the mad scientist of, of junk food. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going in. Okay. He's Steve's, diving in. Steve's taking a big half bite oh, out here. Boy. The pretzel bun. He looks good doing uh, it. Mm-hmm. The pretzel mm-hmm. bun is holding up real well under the, uh, mm-hmm. under the, under the heavy under, stress under the of the, stress the, of the, the yeah. dog content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's getting good resilience out of the pretzel button, but play by um, play. he's going to have to. He's going to have to actually. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's going to actually have and to then tell then us. The, in, the in, corned beef is crunchy. It is. Yeah. It's supposed to resemble bacon. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So it's crunchy. Corned so beef. it's 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 right on time for the the cold uh, the cold months because mm-hmm. it resembles kind of like a corned beef sandwich. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the flavors that that uh, make you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you think about you know uh, ballpark. It's like let's put the let's put yeah, the sausage. Ballpark is what you think of when you think of dogs. Yeah. I mean that's yeah, like that. good times, comfort, and that's a big big part of our mission as far as uh, chefs go or you know culinarians is is to invoke uh, emotions, not like, just like put some put some food in someone's face. Who's who's the nation's most famous hot dog chef? I, you know, I don't uh, well, um, let me think. Chicago has covered the game for a long time. I've yeah. actually had uh, Bob Schwartz from Vienna. Uh, Vienna Beef Company. I've had correspondence with him. Is he the guy that does the Dub Bears? No, no, no. That's uh, Dub that's, Bears. Yeah, Dub Bears. Dub Those Bears, guys Dub are Bears, big on hot. It makes a baker's dozen there, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get away too much from dogs, but how does this fit Fred's? Fred's is burgers. All how right, does this fit? Here? Check this out. In the crowd right now, we have the New Mexican uh, uh, Terry is 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 uh, Terry Chandler. Terry the Fred's Chandler. Owner. Yeah, sorry, Terry Chandler. Uh, this man goes out of his way to make sure that he secures basically all the hatch chilies that are going to be provided throughout the year. He gets in all the city. hatch chilies he can get oh, the one truckload. Yeah, yeah, he gets all of them. Yeah. Uh, 
so when I when I was designing a, a dog for Fred specifically, you found uh, if you wanted to have Shelly's, you had to go get them from Terry, I guess. Because he no, yeah, he, absolutely. He, he, he probably almost had them all locked down. So and I, I also want to stay true to the to, true to the taste and the, uh, the the theme of Fred's Texas Cafe. Yeah, you know, it has to fit. You know, if it. And it's like you don't want to put a square into a circle. It's not yeah. going to work. We're in Fred's, by the way. If you hear some people in the background, people are getting kind of rowdy over the over their uh, top dogs back right, there. That's so good. Pe- pe- people are getting kind of loud. Steve, have you recovered enough yet? To, <laughs> the, to... Uh, the bun is soft. I mean, it's a soft pretzel bun. Yeah. No, it is. It's not going to be dense. Uh, I have a baker uh, do this specific blend for me exactly. Uh, and my request to him was, I, you know, I don't want a dense bun. Uh, so what he did was he did a combination of brioche and pretzel. Pretzel kind of on the outside, uh, that kind of chew to it, and uh, brioche on the inside, making nice, soft and soft and fluffy. And the sausage is really good. I yeah, mean, it is. I mean, it's really good sausage. You get that true smoke in it. Um, if you see them, they're all linked together, and you know. I'm abstaining, by the way. I'm letting Steve go in the, go in deep on this well, one. So. The- the, You're gonna have to go in deep. Uh, uh, I want to ask you because everybody wants to talk about burgers. I mean, yeah. is the burger business? Everybody says, do we have too many burgers? And forth is the burger is the burger market oversaturated? Where are we on burgers? I, um, uh, oversaturated? I don't know. I mean, I think there's a place for all all that exists. I don't think there's much more room for any more. I mean, I've seen. I'm not gonna. Should I name names? I don't know. Uh, the ones that a couple new ones that have moved into the area. It's There's some new of, ones that came in and changed. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll name them. And Brewsters came in with yes, a sir. peanut butter burger and yes, things sir. like that, yeah. and, and a pineapple burger, and they got out of that. They yeah. came in and got out. Uh, now they have a straight bar menu. I think you'll learn your uh, well in business in general. You'll learn your lesson uh, when the time is right, when the strike, when the iron's hot, and when not to go in. Um, and I think uh, Fort Worth in general, uh, I believe that the. Um, I wouldn't open a new burger joint at this time. What do you think Fort Worth needs? What's what are we short on here on the dining scene? Well, the short answer is going right more dog. dogs, more yeah. hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think uh, I'd, I'd really be excited to see more um, culinarians putting where the, uh, their money where their mouth is. As far as like you know, if we want to do local, let's do local. Do you ever want to do a four star restaurant? Do you go to La Sep and enjoy it, or do you go? I to- do. Yeah, I I I, I do. Um, I don't feel like it's, you know, I listen to my gut. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I kind of, um, I shoot from the hip a lot. We should, I, I mentioned Lisette because Texas Monthly just named them one of the 10 restaurants in Texas you must try. That's they awesome. were one of the best new restaurants of the I year. Enjoyed, uh, Man, I really like Clay Pigeon. Uh, Marcus, Chef Marcus yeah. out there is doing a good job. It was a great year. Let's have Clay Pigeon and then Bird Cafe. Yeah. You met David McMillan Bird, there. Yeah, so. yeah I've worked yeah. with David. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, uh, you know, great, a, great, great new restaurants in yeah. Fort Worth. So. And they're cutting their uh, – and what they're doing is they're priming up the city for uh, – to open up their mind as far as uh, culinary goes, you know. Um, we're a meat and potatoes town, but you can do meat and potatoes a billion different ways. Yeah. Swiss cheese is good in this too. Yeah. What about uh, uh, some of the dog places have like a Mediterranean, like a Savlaki or a lamb? There's some I've seen some other good, good dog varieties out there. So at yeah. places, so there's a, there is a lot of opportunity. The cool thing about dealing with burgers and dogs and just things like that is fun, 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 fun. You know, just be playful with it. You know, build an experience around just being excited, being being playful with your. Uh, your, I mean, this is delicious. <laughs> it really is good. Okay, tell tell <laughs> tell us what makes it delicious, Steve. Say something. What do you like most about it? The sausage. The sausage. sausage. Okay. Uh-huh. The, the, the Millers the, the, has a good sausage. They do. The kraut's real good. 
Yeah. And then uh, I like the crunchy corned beef. Yeah. That hand battered uh, onion ring looks pretty good too. With and oh, uh, boy. the uh, but the bun. I think the bun actually is hard to star. Okay. You can't get that bun anywhere yeah. else. I mean, that's a okay. really good bun. Okay. Well, we got we got something from Steve Rick. What do you think? I'm still processing because there's a lot going on here. There's a big dog to handle. Yeah. Spice though. This where's where's the predominant spice coming from? Is it uh, from the sausage? Well, three different things actually. Uh, it's for uh, first and foremost, if it, the way I think of it, um, when it hits the palate, which you have to do when you do something in this context, you have to understand how it's going to hit. The, the, the eater uh, as it goes through. Yeah. First, it's going to be the horseradish and the, and the uh, Dijon mustard. Uh, sometimes you'll get that more in the middle of the experience because as you eat here, I'm going all scientist again. It kind of pushes everything toward the center that's that's that has the viscosity. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's what that, I always look for in my hot dog is that viscosity. That viscosity. A word usually applied to motor oil. After, uh, after you work the hot dog enough, you'll Get the viscosity later. Okay. Uh, so I think those guys over at the bar a while ago, they had a lot of viscosity going already. <laughs> I think so, too. Uh, but I, is there there's there's some so- spice in the sausage it's as well? It's all in the crowd. It's all in the crowd. It's all in the crowd. So we got we have the New Mexican hash green chilies that, that uh, Terry Chandler it, it covets. Yeah. I mean, we you should see, like, the stockpile of hash green chilies that we have. Um, so it was a no-brainer. Have to incorporate the hash green chilies, a bit of cumin. And then to tie it all together, because fats are flavor carriers, uh, bacon grease. Fold that yeah, into the... Well, uh, I have to say that's my favorite part of it is this sort of ongoing hit of spice and, right. and heat that I'm Not getting. Hot, but that I don't always get off of a hot dog, which, I mean, hot dogs can be kind of bland. They can. I mean, I grew up in New York and, and the, the classic dirty water dog, which we is talked a, to, we, oh, a, a, a dog with sauerkraut and mustard, hot mustard, and I'm that's it. I'm having a memory flash of one of our conversations, Rick. <laughs> He told me he's like make a good corned beef. Oh yes, corned I'm, beef, I'm desperate for good corned beef. And corned then, beef oh, bacon. so so I was responsible. You were, you I made planted this the do- seed. You made this dog. <laughs> yeah, and I don't Rick, think I quite did that, but I appreciate the corned beef on top of it because you can't get nice good corned beef. Twenty one days anywhere around here, really, except now you can. Yes, you can. Well, there's, and, there's and if, Steve, and if Steve agrees to make it for you, you can get good corned beef. But he never <laughs> makes it for me, so. <laughs> Mary, now, this from, is really Mary like, from Carson's is going to walk right down here and hit you over the yeah, head. Yeah, I'm not afraid. She's only a few blocks away. I'm not afraid. Uh-oh. I do, I do agree with Steve. The bun is terrific. I mean, it really holds together. And something like this is very important. I don't want my, I don't want my hot dog and my kraut and everything falling all over my well, hands. Like, and I've taken three, four bites already, and I haven't gotten anything on my hands. It's the exact same thing that, that, that we were talking about. I mean, starch... Is mm-hmm. as important as anything else. Yeah, you know. Well, I think, and, and when I first tasted your burgers at Rodeo Goat, one of the things I was struck by, and I think now everybody has followed that. You know, they really pay attention to the buns. We talked mm-hmm. back in the burger battle that one of the downfalls from Fred's, sorry, Fred's, from the last time was that their bun wasn't up to snuff. And they've since improved their bun mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Yeah, you got to have a custom bun these days. The the failing of the once great Mrs. Baird's bun has been well documented. Yeah, you can't you can't and spend. They've changed their recipe throughout the years, and you know right. uh, they they have such high production on the on the in, industrial scale that you know they've it's not Mrs. the same Baird's, as yeah. it once was. Yeah, and I mean you can't you know charge somebody ten or twelve dollars for a burger and spend all your 
put all your heart and soul into building the burger and then give them a cheap bun. It just is not acceptable anymore. Yeah, all the right. good buns, you know, that in-house or our special buns or a F and B. I mean, all the nicer restaurants have a better button. Uh, and the I same thing for a hot dog. Yeah, if you're going to awesome. if, if you're going to charge somebody eight ninety five for a top dog, which I, I feel like this is worth it, but yeah. you know, look, some people might look. That of course is not what you pay at Sonic for. A even, hot dog but for even at Sonic has a pretzel bun. Even Sonic knows right. that not you have a, you have a custom bun. It's pretty yeah, but good. they're not going to. You're not going to eat bologna in a tube, right? Yeah, <laughs> for eight ninety five, right? This, you this expect more. Boring, yeah. uh, we'll be starting our new second podcast, Baloney in a Tube. We'll <laughs> start next week. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to put like a warning on that one because it could get dirty, right? Uh, Viewer discretion is advised. That may be the uh, the the not safe for work eats meat podcast. <laughs> well, I also not that we of course have always loved Keith's creativity. From, you know, from back when he was making us burgers at Rodeo Goat. And if anybody's really been missing him, which we have, this Aww. is a, a great chance to come over and get a little taste. I know we're gonna we're we're looking forward to more. More to come, sir. But uh, this is really sort of something that I, I we I've been missing over the over the last few and months. And come worship at the shrine that is Fred's Texas TCU oh, that, uh, that's or true. Fred's North. That's yes. true. I mean, if you have not been to the Texas TCU, the the Fred's TCU, it's really a great location. I, I've not been to the one on the north because I've got the one down. On seventh and down in the West Seventh area, and the one in TCU, and they're both terrific. So, okay, Re-in- reinventing hot dogs with Keith Grober oh here boy. at Fred's Texas TCU. Mm-hmm. Steve, is there anything else you want to ask Keith or talk about? Um, how long is this here? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> what we're going to do is question. sort of a program. Uh, uh-huh. It's going to be Dog of the Month, um, and. Uh, you know, people are going to get attached to the dog after a month, and you kind of take it away from them. I don't know. Maybe we'll do, uh, you know, a separate kind of menu thing, but uh, it's going to be available for three more weeks, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll introduce a, a another another dog. Mm-hmm. But who knows? We have three locations, so we might be cycling them uh, through the three different locations, you know, uh, to, to keep it fair. And maybe you'll have to travel, I don't know, to another Fred's to get your favorite dog. Who knows? So, so, so you're only doing it two Fred's right now, the yeah, dog. Two right. Fred's right yeah, now. Perhaps. And uh, probably next month we'll, we'll – we'll, we're going to roll out another unique dog for uh, Fred's original on, mm-hmm. uh, off Seventh Street. Feeling very full, very satisfied from the top dog. Not really was really sort of surprised to eat a hot dog here at Fred's because I always think of hamburgers, right, Steve? Yeah, yeah. It's not the menu. But we're telling you, you got to come to Fred's to try the try the top dog. Pay homage to Keith. We'll be back, right? Just think the dog is on the circle. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Thanks for joining us.